Bam, we're live. Jason, Caleb. Hey, how are you guys? Living the dream, buddy. Someone else's nightmare, but <laughs> my little corner, it's definitely someone's dream. I saw a comment in your Bruce Wayne made that I need to address. Where is that? Brucey. Uh, that turned out to be a great podcast. That turned out. When you saw my face, you knew it was a good podcast. <laughs> Uh, one of the most stoked individuals I've ever met in my life, Caleb Beaver, continues to be on the show every morning. Smiles 3,000 times more than J.R. Howell, but still pretty stoic. And Jason Grubb, maybe the nicest man in CrossFit. Hi, what's up, dude? <laughs> Appreciate it. How are you? You're cool. God, you're cool. Every time I go to your Instagram, I'm like, he is so sweet. He is so positive. I try to keep it that way. I mean... You're a good dude. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it feels good to go to your account. <laughs> when I hear you talk, I'm like, oh, this is this is gonna make me feel better no matter what he says. You're not you're never you're not like me. You're never complaining about like the lack of compassion of humanity, you assholes. <laughs> like, wait, shouldn't I have a little bit of uh, compassion? Uh CrossFit Games champion again. When I spoke to you before the games. I want to tell you that you sounded like uh, you were like, uh oh, there's a dude and there's a guy. There's this guy. Yep. Uh, but you did it. I did it. Uh, the guy made me nervous. Uh, it, his name's Vlad. Uh, he's from Belarus. Ah, and- let me just throw something. Uh, yeah. I don't think this is racist. This is countryist. But yeah, with a name like Vlad. <laughs> Culturally, I get a little shivers. I see like some sort of like Jason Bourne movie. Yes. Like he'd have like one fake eye or something and he's like analyzing right. shit on the field. Right. Am I going to get sniped out there? <laughs> right, uh, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, he's going to un, there's going to be a wall ball event and he's going to unscrew his arms and put on his wall ball arms. And, and then you meet him. And the only thing that reveals anything is his, his accent. Other uh, than that, he's a gentle giant. Um, just, just great guy, but the uh, the games, I, I was nervous. You know, I I always have a target on my back now after a couple of wins, and so going into the third win, I'm a year older, and I've got uh, Vlad aging up into my division, and I just don't I don't know exactly what he's capable of in person. And you know, I train it. Or I follow CrossFit Mayhem programming or Mayhem Athlete. I'm actually in Cookville right now. Uh, in their conference room. Uh, oh, Crossing how Mayhem. cool. Yeah, how that's, cool. that's the, the team is, is on the poster behind me. Um, and so I could see what Vlad was doing day in and day out in training and just killing it on the little leaderboard. And yeah, I was just, I just wasn't sure. So I got to the games and the first two events went like, okay. I got second place in the first event which was running and, and rope climbs. It, it was an event I thought I, I would win, uh, but I got second, so I was concerned. And then the next event was... So right off the bat, it was kind of going the way you thought. Who took yeah. first? Uh, Mike Kern Okay, won that event. Yeah. At least it wasn't and Vlad. It wasn't Vlad, but Vlad was third. He was right there. He was right yeah. on my tail. And then the second event was max effort work. And uh, yeah, there he is. So that's me. Uh, Mike Kern got second, Vlad got third, and that was predictable. I figured this is what it would look like. I just didn't know exactly who would be standing where on that podium right there. 
Um, second event, I got fourth place. Now Mike Kern and Vlad are both uh, you know, shuffling that top position. Uh, then, then I won five events in a row and yeah, secured boy. secured the uh, the win before the final event. So the final event was uh, a bit of a victory lap. I just had to not not look silly out there, just get the work done. Um, and yeah, I'm ready for next year. So the Masters, the Masters at the Games is eight events. Yeah, it was great. It was hey, great. is that dude? Is that dude Caleb Mike Mike? Is it Kern with a K? It is. Is that the guy that Hiller had the run in with? Mm, that name sounds familiar. I think <clears throat> it might have been. We, we we were live and they had they chatted it out because Mike uh, Hiller. I, I don't know if that's him. I, I shouldn't say that because I don't mm. want anything to stick to sure. Mike Kern no. if it's not him. Sure. When I look at him again, I don't think it was him. That's a big dude. Yes. He's huge, right? Yeah. He's, he's huge and strong and he looks like a model. Fast. Yeah. yeah and he, he, he looks like a, a, a like a, a bodybuilding model. Look at him. Yeah. He's, he's a monster and he's not happy with second. Look at him. He can't even put his arm. He can't even put his arms down. <laughs> no, he's, um, I've gotten in his way first a couple of times. So this was first and second this year, first and second last year. Uh, as well. What's up with the tat on your arm? What, what is that? Is that a forest? Uh, it is a forest. Yep. Just wanted a sleeve five, six years ago and found a guy in Denver, uh, Chunk Garcia. And he did this forest up my arm into mountains on my shoulder. And uh, I get a, I get a lot of compliments. I mean, almost daily if I'm at a coffee shop or a grocery store or something, uh, someone will come up and and, and, and like that, and I, it turned out great. And it just came from uh, a lot of a lot of time in the back country of Colorado. Uh, I like to backpack and uh, and fly fish back there. Um, just came, it just made sense to get this sleep. And, and when you're in CrossFit, you have to have like tattoos. It's just part of the. It's, it's on the checklist of things that you you have to do. Like accoutrement, rollerball, yeah. tattoo, yep. electrolytes. Uh, Mike Kern is from New York, not the guy Hiller ran into. Okay, thank you. Uh, and, and what's it say here on your arm? Uh, it says, uh, I will love you um, my whole life, you and no other, which is just a quote that I, I a quote from Braveheart. Um, you know, when they're that was like their marriage vows on Braveheart and uh, just thought it was beautiful. I, I, I like it. I'm OK yeah. with it. I, I do have a bias against uh, tattoos. I'm softening in my old. Really? Age, really? Yeah. 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 I've, I've 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 had some long rants in here that uh, that uh, tattoos are a uh, sign of mental illness. <laughs> well, I'm not denying mental illness. <laughs> You're no. a good dude, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> You're a good dude. Uh, you know, there. Just to address that, and and not because you're on here. It, it is. I, I think it is a. Um, the human brain is fascinating and people have thoughts and they react to their thoughts. And that's how the vast majority of the world operates, which isn't a problem, but also within that vast majority of the world, they don't realize they're reacting to their thoughts. They think they are reacting to the outside world. Mm -hmm. They do an analysis. So when you ask someone why they got a marking your body with a permanent mark, 
I, w- I would like to see someone sit with that for a while and ask themselves, you know, I had someone on the show the other day ask, you, you do the seven whys. Mm-hmm. Why do I want this tattoo? Well, because I think it would be cool. Well, why do you think it would be cool? And, and, and spend some time drilling down, you, you know, to find out what the initial seed was, as deep as you can, where that idea came from to put a permanent mark on the body. Yep. And so, so, and, 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 and I think that in, in some ways, you know, like if you were in the Olympics and you wanted the Olympic rings or you you were three times CrossFit games champion, or you, you finished buds, you know, and you're a seal yep. or, you know, you did 20 years in jail and you, and you, you want to get, or you killed someone. Fuck it. I, I'm all for the teardrop. Get that <laughs> right. shit. Let us know. Um, so that, that, that's my little shtick on tattoos. I, I think they're, I think they're pretty profound in concept and idea. Well, and I, I feel like for me, I got lucky um, that I, that I have, it is, it's, it's a permanent piece of clothing. It's a permanent thing on my arm. And I, I really sat on it for a long time. I just wanted one. And if we dig down into the multiple whys, which I was kind of doing in my head when you said the seven whys, and it probably at some point in its initial iteration, I wanted to be, in some way accepted or wanted to belong. I mean, there's probably something deep down in my core that has to do with an identity or, uh, you know, some sense of belonging. And there uh, isn't and, a wrong why there isn't a wrong why. No. It, it, and, it, and it could have turned out that I get I mean, I, I have quite a few ideas and then I end up getting, uh, an, an idea that made some sense. And it was almost like that. It wasn't like I, I spent, 36 days in the back country. So I got this tattoo to remember it wasn't, it was just, I found a guy that could said he could do it and I did it. And that's, uh, that can be scary territory right there until it was finalized. Um, and it was something that like, okay, yeah, I can live with this. Thank God. Thank God I can live with this, but I definitely have no idea if I would do it again. Uh, or if I'll ever add anything else, you know? Oh, oh, interesting. Uh, when, when, um, I worked at CrossFit. There was a, uh, a I guess, a, a famous tattoo artist who was a CrossFitter, and he had tattooed a lot of people. I think he had done Spieler and Matt Chan. Yeah. And Jordan Gravat, one of the filmmakers there, went out to film him. And I said, hey, when you go out there, ask him if he regrets getting his tattoos. <laughs> and I think Jordan thought I, it was a crazy question. But he, he asked him, hey, you regret getting your tattoos. And the guy's covered in tattoos. Right, right. And he said, yeah, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have a single tattoo. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Uh, fascinating. I'm I'm looking at Tupac's tattoos because I always admired his tattoos. I always thought that that thug life on his stomach was just so dope. I thought it was, I thought it was just incredible. And 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 he lived by the sword and died by the sword. Yes, he did. Yeah, which isn't isn't cool, but but it is. I mean, there's some. I don't know what the word is. Continuity there. Uh. How many, how many competitions, this might be hard digging into your memory bank, but your first year you won the games. How many competitions did you do that season? Um, I I think I did two that season. Um, there was in, in, in Colorado where I was at. Including uh, the games it was two. Yeah. Including the games. There was a, there's a, there's a big competition in Colorado called the Turkey challenge. And it's in November sometime that might've, I'm pretty sure I did that, uh, the year prior to qualifying for the game. So, I mean, it really rolled into the 
to the 2018 season. Uh, and I, I competed with, uh, I didn't compete in the master's division uh, there. I was, I was always in the, in between, like for a couple of years there as in that, like I am a master's athlete, but it, it wasn't competitive for me in the master's divisions of local competitions. So I would bump up and then have my ass handed to me by, you know, 20 year olds. Um, uh, but I did some 16 year old kid that's been doing crosses I mean, since he's four. Yeah. These guys, <laughs> dude, these, I, there's times where I just can't believe how, how fast they are. I, I felt like I was a fit human being. And then, uh, yeah, going into the 20, 18 open. Um, it was a little, it's my third attempt. So I tried to get to the games at 40 and I thought I was fit. I was really aiming for it at a, as a 40 year old. Oh, I was only two years into CrossFit, but I really thought I could, I could, I could maybe make it didn't. And then 41, I tried. And after the age group qualifier, I was something in 70th place, somewhere around there. So I was just hoping at 42, this is my last shot in that age group that I could maybe sneak into the games. I could just eke my way into that top 20 and get there. Uh, what year did. was this? 2018. And you did? I did. I qualified in 17th after the AGOQ. After video reviews, I bumped up to 13th. And when I went to the games that year, I was, I mean, I was so nervous. It was the most nervous thing I've ever done. Of course, arriving was, it was great. Wait a second. Wait a second. In 2018, you went to the CrossFit Games as an individual? Uh Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Masters. Oh, okay. 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 Sorry. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Masters. And uh, I mean, I was, it was, it was so nervous being on that floor. And I would say that up until that point, I'd only competed in two or three local competitions. So this was a scale larger than anything I'd ever been uh, experienced and I had gone to the games in 2017 to watch, but I was so mad that I didn't qualify in 2017 that I didn't even go watch the masters. I was just so salty about it. But I, uh, so I had an idea of what the games was like and walking into that, it was overwhelming. And you know, the first event, the, the amount of adrenaline jamming through my system had me just almost shaking on the starting line. It, it was a run into the obstacle course. Remember the obstacle course? I do. They had us do that in uh, 2018. We had to do a 500 meter run into the obstacle course. Is that and, the one where it, you had to jump on the rope and swing across, yeah. and then at the very end you climb up into that tower? Yep. Okay. Uh, yes, we did not finish with the. We didn't finish with the tower. We f- okay. We finished. I can't even remember how we finished, but it, we. You we probably walked on those logs. Yeah, we did walk on the logs, and then um, and then crossed the finish line crossed. or something. It was it was wild. I mean, hey, was it freezing out there when you did it? Because no, I cannot tell before. people. That okay, because it was before. below thirty degrees on the field when the individuals went. I think yes. it was fucking bizarre. I was there. I was there watching that year, the first year in Madison. Right, I had three jackets on when I was on the field <laughs> filming that. I'm not joking. A it hood was so and everything. Cold. It was yes. so cold. My fingers were having trouble finessing the buttons on uh, the camera. It was yeah. it was crazy. Yes. Don't look at me like I'm a pussy, Caleb. I I know what you're doing. <laughs> it was terrible. Jay Hartle, I get my ass beat by a teenage girl at a local gym that I coached her when she was six. Yeah, that's going to be the story for a lot of people. These yeah, kids are nuts. And then, and then, and then, in two thousand nineteen, your second time at the games. How many events did you do in the off season? Do you remember? Uh, none. No. Okay. None. Yeah. None. And then in two thousand twenty, do you remember? Right. So the games were canceled uh, for us. 
we had no games because of COVID, but there was a legend. Uh, correction, because of COVID restrictions. Sorry. Just, uh, no, just, I, I'm on board. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Just got to be the dick. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Then, so the Legends Championship, which is the largest Masters, um, I think one of the largest Masters competitions, was scheduled that year, and I registered for it. It's huge. It's a huge Masters-only competition. Um, and they still held it in Phoenix. They had people standing in, in circles. Social and I heard COVID outside. killed 20% of the athletes at the event. <laughs> it was great. It was a great event. Um, it was so that I did that since we're moving forward from there. Um, yes. oh, you know what I did in 2019? I, I did actually uh, at the beginning of 2020, I competed in Wadapalooza for my first time. Wow. Yeah. In, in 2020. Yes. So it they didn't was, cancel that. It was like two weeks before the world shut down. Florida. Okay. <laughs> we, we were flying back on the plane from Wadapalooza and, and, and people had masks on. And I just remember thinking like, what are going on? Come on. That this yeah. is this thing, this is an overreaction. Um but yeah, we 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 flew back and I mean the world shut down. Wadapalooza was two or three weeks before lockdowns. It went that fast. It was insane. Um 2020, no games. I did legends. 2021 was legends and then the games again. Going into 2022 was Wadapalooza. And then the games again. Um, and I've, I won all of those. Oh. I, um, and, and this year, 2020. What, the, the games this year will be, we're in 2022. Wait, so, so 2023, it'll be the 2023 yeah. game season is what we're in. Yes. And this year. You, you finished the games you won, and now you're heading into your first competition for the 2023 season, even though it's still 2022. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's how we would put it. Legends, the Legends Championship is at Mayhem uh, in just a month. So I'll actually be here in Cookville all the way through that competition. Oh, wow. And it's going to be great. It's, it's going to be really great. I, where, I think do you, this, where do you stay? At a at a local RV like campground, and are you solo? No, uh, no, uh, wife and kids and dogs. And you guys come for a month. Yep, we've oh, been you're out, such a. We've been here for a month already, actually. Uh, so uh, we live full time in an RV. So we from the games we traveled to uh, Ohio, then to DC, then to the Outer Banks in North Carolina for a couple of weeks. Um, Charlotte I went down to Augusta, Georgia for a half Ironman triathlon, which is a whole other story. Uh, then to Cookville, because I just wanted to see Mayhem and, and train here for a couple of weeks. So it started out at, at three weeks. And then we just kind of, I, I, I convinced everyone that we could change our plans and actually stay from whenever we got here, the middle of October, all the way through the middle of December. And that's, it, it's it's amazing to train here. I mean, it is for me, I've always been in a training environment where I am solo. I mean, one, I'm, I'm either solo or I'm training with others that, uh, you know, aren't, can't push me, but we can sort of gamify uh, an event or a workout and, and I can get a push, but training here with, uh, 
everywhere, I, everywhere I look, and I don't know everyone here, but everywhere I look here is a, uh, everyone's a games athlete. So I just have the conversation with someone and, you know, they'll say, ah, you want a, a tip, tip on your snatch? I was like, yeah, give me a tip. And I'll look up on Instagram. Oh, that guy's been to the games three times. I just didn't know. So everyone here is pushing me. It's, it's, um, it's pretty enjoyable here, but I can't stay here forever. I've got, it's getting cold. Um, and, and, and what about your day job? Do you sell programming or do you do coaching? What is, yeah. So, so you can do both. it from the road. Yeah. Totally from the road. Oh God. yeah. You figured out your life. This makes it me is. so happy. I, I can work three, four hours a day. I can train four hours a day. Um, what do you your know, kids I, do when you're there? They, so they are homeschooled. Uh-huh. And uh, recently. How old are uh, they? Nine and five. Okay. So they, I mean, the RV is parked in a forest. I mean, it's this, our, this campground is in a forest and it's beautiful. So they will, they have lots of toys. They do have uh, iPads and an Xbox, but they have been significantly restricted from all of that. They did basically a sober October. Uh, wow. No, sober November. No, wait. Yeah. Sober October with no screen time whatsoever. They, impressive. Not, impressive. It was aggressive and they. And impressive. They became alive. They went from heads down in their uh, device all the time to like carving spears in the forest and then chopping down trees with an ax. Like we, we bought them things to like go get dirty, like get messy. And man, they, they, thrived with that. Um, so they, they play around and it here at mayhem, they'll come twice a week for a couple of kids classes, which is really fun. Really, really fun for them. Um, that's the, that's it. That's, Oh my God, dude, you're doing it. You're living the dream. Does that campground have a shower? No, the, the RV has a shower and you're hooked up to water and poop. Yeah. And so you don't even yeah. have to deal with any of that. None of it. None of it. Oh my goodness. That's full electric. I mean, I'm, it has, we have uh, a Starlink on the RV so I can have wherever on the planet I am, I have internet. No full internet. How much is the Starlink monthly? 130. Well, and, and that's Elon's gig. Yeah. That's like a regular. And does it find, line. does it find the satellites for you? Or do you, every yeah. time you park, do you have to like. You set it up and you face it North and then it finds it adjusts constantly to make sure it's on satellites and satellites. They move fast. The Starlink satellites, um, they move really fast. So, I think about every 45 seconds, it's changing to a new satellite that's passing overhead. Um, And the reason this morning that I'm in the Mayhem conference room instead of the RV uh, is that we're in a forest and you have to have a line of sight. So about every 45 seconds, I have a a glitch in my Internet, which is fine if I'm uploading a YouTube video. It just doesn't work with this. I I would have looked like I was on dial up, Um, but I can watch. Uh, you know, the last over the last week, I've been plowing through the final season of Better Call Saul, uh-huh. and it's in full, you know, 4K in the middle of a forest um, with no cell reception. Like I can't even I can't make a phone call unless I'm connected through Wi-Fi with the Starlink. Yeah, yeah. yeah what a wild. cool setup you're doing it. It, 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 man, that is really. And the kids are meeting friends in the campground. They do, and it it's a win lose for them. So they're, they've gotten really good at making instant friends and just playing with them. But because they're most, gone every five days, every yeah, five days, it's a new set of friends. Yeah. A new weekend comes and there's new kids and that, that sucks for them for sure. So this is maybe not, this is not sustainable forever. Uh, potentially 
you know, interestingly, like they, they do have friends that they do connect with, like, um, in Fortnite. So Fortnite is a social community for them. Like they play with a friend in Fortnite on the Xbox, but, um, trying to limit that, uh, it makes for socialization to be, um, a little bit trickier, but they're nine and five. So we're still young at some point, uh, we'll have to settle down and just move to Cookville and train here forever. It's fine. This is, you know, I, I, I didn't know this. One of our listeners is Jamie Latimer. I had no idea she was uh, this high level of an athlete. I just twenty second ranking wow. worldwide, twenty first. Yeah. Wow, good job, Jamie. She's doing it. She's the one that won the Masters Fitness Collective too. I think. Mm-hmm. I watched some of that. That was great. Crazy. Uh so so this event will happen is there an event is there a masters event that's bigger than the masters games event uh i think legends is legends is bigger than that's the, the one that's coming up that's yep. the one that's coming up okay yep. yeah it is so masters fitness collective it is was, it more it, prestigious than the games i don't think so okay I don't, I don't think anything could be more prestigious than the games the games okay. is its own uh but What's nice about Legends is that I think there's they, it, there's a lot more athletes. There is maybe 20 or 30 in each age group of, of athletes. I think last year there might have even been 40 in each age group. Um, so it's it's got a big field. And with a big field, you just there's a lot of unknowns. There's no idea who's just going to get in here and start to mess things up. Uh, but it's big. It's a four-day competition compared to three days uh, with the, with the games. Um, and Bob and Joe, who run uh, Legends, it, it just it is smooth. It's a games like experience. I mean, it's it's not like walking into the Noble locker room like that was that's through the roof uh, as an experience to get all geared out. But last year, I mean, they they had all the all the outfits for us, which were beautiful. They took our pictures. It, it felt like an, a really cool games experience in a huge masters competition. Now what, what's also pretty cool last year, they had Sean Woodland, um, uh, Andy Sakamoto. And I, I can't remember if Grundler, but um, they, I mean, they had, they had a live stream and they were uh, commentating 10 hours a day for four days. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a mayhem event? It is now it's not a mayhem event, but now it's, now it's sponsored by and held by Mayhem. It's the first time it's been at Mayhem. So they, so I think they developed a bit of a partnership in the last year, moved it from the West Coast to okay. Central Tennessee. Okay. Oh, and you're stoked. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stoked. And He's so, like, oh, it, you're going to move this to my to Disneyland for me. Literally. Yeah. It, 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 I happened to be able to play around at Disneyland for a few weeks, a couple months beforehand. Uh, and it's, you know, there's not an advantage and it's, I, they know the workouts like Rich and uh, Jake here, they know the workouts and they're not going to give anything up, um, which is right, which is appropriate. Uh, but I, I do get to, so there's a couple of. Implements. Tell me the dates one more time. Tell me the dates. I believe it's December uh, 6th through the 11th. I'm just going to look at a calendar really quick and see it's a Thursday through a Sunday, December 8th is when it starts 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. 
I knew this was a good idea when you told me when, when we were talking and you're and you, you were and we were texting each other and you're like, oh yeah, the Masters Fitness Collective is coming up. I was like faking. Oh, do you want to come on and talk about it? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. I'm like, fuck. But I'm so glad I'm having you on. This is so enlightening. This it is, is cool. It's really it's a it's a great event. Um, it will be an, an exceptional experience for all the Masters athletes that do come out here. So they have. Multiple, do a lot of people bring their kids? Do a lot of people bring their kids? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, not that I know of. I don't remember seeing a lot of kids last year. I mean, But it's kid-friendly. They should. Oh, yeah. It's kid-friendly. Now, the thing that they, that's, they'll struggle with this year versus last year is that there will be less spectator space here at Mayhem than there was last year in this big – they built a huge tent in a parking lot at a Marriott – or I think it's a Marriott – in um, – in San Diego last year, just a massive, massive tent. And uh, here, although Mayhem is massive as, as a venue, it'll be a little bit harder for spectators. So they actually have limited ticket supplies. You had to buy tickets for your family to, to watch if you wanted them to watch. Um, unless they're under 12, where tickets are free. So I'm not worried about that. Thank God. My kids are young. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a really, really uh, it's going to be an amazing event here. They, and also what I think, I feel like Mayhem is really investing in this. Uh, I did a, uh, they've done some interviews with me and they're, they're going to put a little bio piece together for like the Mayhem uh, YouTube channel. But they're also, I know they're planning on doing some featured things for this particular event and have that go out to the Mayhem you know, channel. And that's that's that creates a bigger audience for Masters athletes. You know, we don't have we don't have a lot of uh, ways to to do things like this, to, to, to be on a podcast with you or to get featured. We're still a smaller audience or we, we attract a smaller audience. But I think the audience gets bigger the more things like Mayhem takes us and, and promotes that out there. Um, and we may have a smaller audience. But I think our audience is uh, I mean, we're fanatics. Masters. Yeah. Athletes yeah. 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 There. Total dickhead fanatics. Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> yeah. They, yes. Crazy. Why are we getting paid more? Why don't we get to go in the <laughs> arena? How come our blah, blah, they're always raising their hand in the back well, yelling something. I remember tra- traveling the world with Greg and yeah. there's always one master's lady who's like, Hey, yes. we want more attention. And the, the pro- have you, you've heard the, have you heard the Bill Burr uh, bit about women's NBA? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yes. So great, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because you're not going to the games. That's why it, it's not successful because people don't go there because people don't. And I mean, Masters here's why athletes. people should bring their kids, though. Yeah. One of the most profound memories I have as a kid, not any specific memory, but just memories in general, is you see someone who's who's old, who's 60 years old, yeah. and you see that they're already in decrepitude. And so you assume that's the path you're on. You set your target for that. Right. Okay, that guy's 60 and he has a walker. Yeah. And I can't think of a better place to bring your kids than to a master's competition because what it will do is it will reset the baseline for them. You're programming them to be like, okay, this is what it looks like to be 50, 60, yeah. 70, 80 years old. I, uh, Brian said he was there was whatever the last master's event was, uh, Brian friend went there and he said that there was a dude like 82 or 83 years old in wow. the uh, 65 and over class. That's incredible. Oh, it was it was Haciento. By the way, I'm trying to get him on the podcast. You know who that is? At the black box in um uh you know who it is. You, the 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 guy out of New York. He's probably the most famous old guy in all of CrossFit. You know mm. who he is. The, the, you don't know who that is? I don't. 
Haciento. Uh, yeah. Oh, Alyssa Carver Dow, 83. Yeah. 83. Yeah. He's God, a beast. Dude, he's so old that I remember when I got into CrossFit 20 years ago and he was 63, he was like, holy shit, he's old. Right. Right. But but he's jacked. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think Allison NYC used to train with him. Quite a, Yeah, this is the cat oh, right wow. here. Wow. Yeah, hi, good job, Caleb. I mean, that's I love stuff like that. Even even for me, I'm 47, and I want to know that my long my runway is is lengthy. Right. Um. Do, will you win this event? Yeah. 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 And and, and will Vlad be there? Yeah. It's this is a straight up rematch. Same guys. All the guys. Uh, Kern will be there. Mike Kern yeah. will be there. Yep. Um. You know what else they can do and. I'm assuming they're going to stream this to YouTube. Yes. When you stream to YouTube, you can stream to as many channels as you want. Oh, wow. And so it was kind of like we're covering the Zellos games this weekend, and it was one of the suggestions that I made is like, hey, partner up with someone like Mayhem. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and if they stream it, Mayhem gets all the eyeballs, and they get all right. the money, but who cares? Right. It's, it's your event. That's interesting. It, it won't really? take away from your It won't take away from your stream. Not at all. Wow, it just spreads the stream. That's that's really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so I mean they could stream to t- t- 20 stations. I mean, yeah, I mean I have a, I have a channel. I've Yes. I've got yes. 20,000 subscribers. Let's Yes. And they're all masters athletes. Like Yes. That's interesting. That is yeah, you have to see. I know they're live streaming this. It'd be I'm doing the Zealous games this weekend too, virtually, but um yeah, that's a good idea. But yeah, it's a rematch. It's a rematch out here. And I, I didn't even look at it. I didn't even notice it uh, until just a week ago. I just took a look at the leaderboard of the guys that qualified and accepted the invitation. They're all coming. They're all coming. And this where's, is, home for, where's home for Vlad? Uh, home is California. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Tell you what, Airbnbs aren't easy to come by in Cookville. This is not a huge Airbnb town. Um, right. Doesn't doesn't Hillary have a bunch of Airbnbs? I don't know. I, I, I remember my wife and I stayed in one a while back. It was really nice. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. I also know it's a stretch to call the hotels in Cookville hotels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I originally had a, a hotel booked for it. I, we were going to be traveling down to the Florida, and I was going to fly back solo to Cookville to compete in the event, and then fly back. Uh, and that just made more sense to stay here because. It's just nice, man. It's nice to sleep in my bed. It's nice to have my kitchen. Um, and I got to spend an extra month training with these guys. Jason, I had um, uh, Matt DeLugos on the other day. Great guy. God, he was so good. It, it was such a – I mean, he was great the first time I interviewed him, but it was such an evolution, you know, like the second time we meet and he was just at home mm-hmm. and we just got into it. But he said something that I, I want didn't quite sit well with me and we didn't dig into it. Maybe I should have given him a chance to explain himself, but that basically these events, he was quite, I think he was questioning. Um, and I apologize, Matt, if I'm, if I'm misrepresenting you, but he was questioning the fact that athletes should be asked to promote events. And I was thinking to myself, of course they should be asked to promote events. They should be making, if you're going to an event, wouldn't you want to promote the shit out of it? Like no one asked you, you, no one asked you to come on this podcast. You're doing this 
right out of your own, I mean, besides me, like n- no one from that's like, Hey, um, Jason, will you, will you um, reach out to your, your podcast, uh, hookups or TV right. interviews? You're just doing this yeah, yeah. as part of your sort of obligation of, of, of being, uh, um, involved. Yeah. Yeah. Common sense obligation. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I want, I mean, I have, I have multiple motivations. One, one, it's, it's, it's no bother. That's, I mean, that's my basic answer. It's, it's, this is not a bother. Uh, but I want, I want as many eyeballs and as much attention in the master's community as, as possible. And when there's events like this, you might as well do it. Um, the Zelos games, uh, they reached out to me and invited me to, to participate in that online competition. And they've got a really nice breakdown for all of the master's athletes. Okay, like let's do this. I don't mind uh, pushing it out there on Instagram a couple of times to get some some people involved in that. Um, same thing with Legends, the championship. This is a qualifier event. There's guys had to go to live events to qualify for this thing or compete in an aggressive online competition. This is not a this is not playing patty cake in the Masters community. Like right. the qualifiers were brutal, absolutely devastating. Um, I did all of them. Just I wanted to see how they would go, and I did all of them. God, you're a savage. <laughs> they were just they were a couple of weeks after the games, and that's all the CrossFit I did. I only did those uh, qualifiers as CrossFit. You said um, I, I would like to just uh, push back on one thing you said. You said that it's no bother coming on this podcast. I would even suggest that coming on this podcast has healing properties, deep, deep spiritual healing properties. Why? Could just because I don't know. It's no. I was going to dig. I was going to dig into the seven why. <laughs> it's it's because Caleb and I are here, and we are uh, we are we are men of the cloth. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. May, um, what, what about can can I talk to you during the week? Yes. Of, of the event. Oh yeah. 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 Let's do that. That'd be fun. Let's do that. I, I'm going to send Matt a uh, Sousa text now. It would be because you know where I'll be. I'm going to be on on. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be on. I'm always on vacation, but um, let's uh, have grub on every day, December sixth to the eleventh, and we'll just bring you on and talk to you about the competition throughout the oh, yeah. uh, throughout the week. Just even that 10 sounds great. Minutes a recap. Yeah, really fun, really fun, and I'll. I'll dig in and, and get to know what, what everybody's thinking and feeling about it being at Mayhem, all that, get all the details. All right, dude. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. You're a wonderful human. I love seeing you. You're so easy. Appreciate it, man. I appreciate you. Love your, your show. I love all that you're doing. All the people you're getting on here is super fun. It's really interesting. Cool. And just keep it going. Just, you know, you do you. I'm going to try to do as many shows as you do uh, workouts. Good luck. <laughs> all right brother have a good day thank you, See you man. slap rich on the ass for me please will do right, okay. right right away okay bye uh you're going to jamie she's going to that she, she sounded like my she sounded like my wife in there she said i tried to tell you someone that's like when i'm like oh shit the kids have a class today she's like yeah i told you five times told you newest member of the seven media team since you don't have enough ladies, don't be sexist. All right, I'll work on it. I'm working on it. Um, uh, Jamie, if you could, could you DM me your phone number at Sevon Rinsta? And then I will uh, text you and, and we'll have each other's phone number.
that'll be good. I'm looking for kind of like easy shit to do the first two weeks of December so that I don't have to like stress about having new guests on that I need to research too much. I always say that and then I get stressed out anyway. All right. And then you write two pages of notes. Yeah. Uh, today, today I told myself, don't bring notes to the Jason Grubb show. Don't bring notes. And then ended up like I got up 30 minutes early and I'm like, okay, you better have some notes. <laughs> I was wondering why I hadn't gotten any. He, he will not text me D pics. I don't know. He has a tattoo. Anything's possible. All righty. Uh, so, you know, we're going to uh, go through some of my live calling notes now. And I also want to tell you uh, that um, you're more than welcome to call in and chat. And this evening, uh, I think we're shooting for 4.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. We will have uh, J.R. Howell and Taylor Self and Brian Friend on to uh, discuss the programming at the Sellers Games. He is such a smiley guy. Do you keep all your notes? I do. You don't shred them when you're done? Um, I mean, I have a stack here of paper, and then I throw that away. But I email my notes every morning to Caleb and Will. Oh, that's and right. You have to do Yeah. So even 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 if I don't know if they're going to – like, Will hasn't been on in over a year, but I still just – I still email him to him. He's the man of all. Uh, Allison, who is the big, bald, oldy guy from CF Las Vegas? He might have been there before you, though. No, she's been everywhere forever. I'm always on vacation. Yeah, I am. It's kind of cool. Me too. You are. You, you, you're on an extended vacation. Uh, if anyone wants to know what it's like to live with 100% equity, uh, ask Caleb. He lives in complete equity with his peers. Ask him how things are go- if that's a good lifestyle. <laughs> This fucking dude has a list of shit he wants to eat when he gets out of equity. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm, I, I'm joking, not joking. That's what equity is like. He has a list. He lives in complete equity, and now he has a list of shit that he wants to eat. Can you imagine the other list of shit he wants to do? Like the shit, list of shit he wants to do to his wife. <laughs> I mean, it's, oh, it's cra- getting longer. It's crazy equity. But it is the truth. He is living in equity. It, it, the military lives in equity. Um, uh, men of cloth live in equity. Like you know, like um, uh, what what are those places called? Like where you go away and like you're up in the mountains with four hundred other dudes for two years. Monasteries, oh, like monasteries, oh, monasteries. Yeah. monasteries live in equity. Prisons live in equity. Those are those are places where the equity experiment is is thriving. And honestly, it doesn't get better. It's super simple. You don't have to worry right. about anything. Let's make a a let's make a commercial living in equity with Caleb. (laughs) I may not, I may never have fresh strawberries again the rest of my life, but that's okay. These waterlogged steamed green beans are amazing. I just tell myself these are strawberries. Exactly. Want to lose weight? Live in equity. Live in equity. (laughs) Start eating crickets. You know, it's all good. Um, maybe we'll start. Uh, I don't know where we should start. Okay, maybe we'll start at the um at the bottom. Oh, there's one. Oh, the oh, okay. I already okay. That one's old. Okay, let's. You want to start at two twenty one and work our way up? Let's do it. Did Carrie Lake win Arizona? 
Do we know? I have no idea. Miss Jody Lynn, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Amazing. How are you? Good. I just want to tell you that show last night was so good. Oh, thank you. Wasn't so he wasn't he fun? Well, I have a skater boy and I can connect with him when I give him your links to these shows. With oh, the rappers and the skaters and I just really enjoyed that. Yeah, and he was very transparent, wasn't he? Like he talked about the oh, his yeah, wife's he was great. smoking and the industry and all that stuff. I was like, wow, he he's he's going he's getting at it. I know. I just want to tell you, great shows. You're doing a great job, and keep it up. Oh, thank you. I always appreciate that. By the way, I I I live for compliments. I mean, we all know you're great, but you you really your audience is just expanding, which is great for you. So. Yeah. Isn't the crew in the comments crazy too? Like how cool they are. I love the comment. I love, I know we do have to meet up. You said last night, wouldn't it be crazy if we all met up? That'd be fun. Hey, did you think I was thinking last night Je, uh, uh, when I went to bed last night, I was laying down and I was thinking, do you think Jeffrey Birchfield knew I was joking when I was busting his balls? Oh yeah. No, I'm sure he knew you were busting his balls. Okay. Yeah. I you normally don't question myself for how hard I go, but then afterwards I was like, Oh, I hope he knows I'm joking. I'm sure he knew. Okay, good. All right. That makes me feel better. I'm Thanks. sure he knew. And we all we all saw his deadlift, so we knew it was real. So it's not like you were busting our balls. Right. Okay. Good. I, and I was flattered that everyone came to his defense. That's what when, when I get mad at my kids, <laughs> even if they're wrong. If, if they start standing up for each other, I back off because I want to reward yeah. that, that behavior. Yeah. Um, but anyway, tell Matt Sousa if he wants those Thrasher magazines, I still have them. Oh, okay. He would love to have them. I'm sorry. I didn't get that question in. I'm so sorry. I didn't get oh, that please. question. In. I'm sure you were just like had, 700 questions you didn't even get to. So but when, when he brought up Thrasher I was, magazine, I, was, I actually thought I should, oh, I should I was, stuff this in there. I was thinking about that. That was funny. But anyway, my son loves the skate scene and I kept the magazine. So they're here. Okay, cool. I'll let him know. All right. Hey, have a great show. I'm on the road. So I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Drive safe. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh, thanks, Caleb. Bye-bye. Daddy, Caleb. <laughs> Caleb's going to have some kids. That's a sign. Uh, for Caleb's first batch of Olive Garden breadsticks. Thanks. Clydesdale Media. I, I don't even wait. know if we. Ha- I, I I wonder where the closest Olive Garden is to me. I I I never see those unless I traveled. Do they have those in California? <clears throat> oh, for sure. Maybe. I think I I think Olive Garden would be similar to like. Well, okay. For reference, McDonald's. The farthest you can get from a McDonald's is like a hundred something miles. So I'd imagine an Olive Garden. The farthest you can get from an Olive Garden is maybe like 200 miles. But if you're in the middle of California, you're definitely not far from an Olive Garden. How many Olive Gardens in USA? Uh, 866 as of 2019. Wow. Oh, I can get there's nine more. Go ahead. Sorry. one close to you. Uh, okay. Let's see. Yeah, let me, let me let me let me just type that into Olive Gardens in California. Oh yeah, shit. Oh shit. 
Oh, this one's not like a, this one's called Olive Garden Italian. Oh, there's That's one in is. my town. There, it's not just Olive Garden. I think it's like a ta- uh, Olive Garden Italian bistro restaurant. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Olive Garden. Ita- this is crazy. I can't believe you've never seen that. <laughs> hey, dude, I went into Costco for the first time in 20 years the other day. I am a sheltered. What? Yeah, I went. I'm a sheltered man. Dude, I'm surprised you don't go to Costco more. I, I should. I couldn't believe how cheap everything was. But dude, it's a cess. It's it's the Walking Dead. Hundred percent. I've gotten it. Caleb self soothing <clears throat> by rubbing his shoulders is doing things to me. Okay, Trish. Were you doing this? I was just doing this. I just do this sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> self. It's self. In the autism community, I used to work with mentally disabled adults for many, many, many years, and we call that self stimming. Like if you see him, like just start rubbing his eye. Or touching his hair, like doing that. never been di- never been formally diagnosed with autism, but <laughs> self stimming. Uh, Dude, yeah. So I go to Costco for. I usually go there for meat and then vegetables and then their fruit. They have because you can just finish shit over there. Uh, this is from uh, Tennessee. Rich Froning, in your life. <laughs> Not Rich Froning. Damn, Caroline. Okay, well, it's a woman. That's good enough. Close. That's nice. Yeah. Hi, Caroline. Sorry, I had to pause the show. Um, I was just calling. I've done street parking for two years, and I love it. So that's not plug to them. Um, but just watching our show and the the affiliate series and just all of the above, I had to try out a CrossFit gym, so I joined just to see what it's like, and it's pretty awesome. So I just wanted to say thanks for sharing the love and and getting me to join the gym so hey you know what's interesting my, my mom belongs to street parking and she also really? goes to, and yeah and she goes to a crossfit gym the double dip. i don't want to awesome. say i don't want to say who it is but the former owner the original founder and former owner of of crossfit inc his wife is a member of street parking and also belongs <laughs> to a crossfit gym street parking is so awesome i can't i mean i probably will continue to to keep it because i just i feel pretty loyal to them but I have loved, I've gone to four classes so far at the CrossFit gym um, here in Nashville. And it's, it's been awesome. What's so, the name of the gym? Um, it is CrossFit Solid Orange. Um, and, and what do you like about it? Can you tell me about your first day walking in the door? We're about to release <laughs> like five affiliate commercials. I'm so excited. Oh. Yeah, I'm please. so excited. Yeah, um, for Hopefully we'll have day, them for Zellos games. Uh. I mean, I, I did go in just to like meet with the coach for the first time, so I can tell you about that, or I can tell you about my first class. Yeah, give, give it to me. Whatever the whatever you think the highlights are. How was it meeting the coach when you went in there? Arrogant, um, dickhead, talk down to you. <laughs> no, immediately when I walked in the door, um, I the coach shouted my name, which is nice, and then we just started talking about kind of. Where like I was like from. he knew you were going to come in, and he saw the time, and he's like, "Caroline, what's up, girl?" Yes. He was getting, I think he was getting off um, a GHB, had a shirt off, was sweaty, um, and then shouted my name. And then we just started talking about fitness. So that's basically what happened. So, like then, a friend, like an old friend, like you saw. Oh, hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, I felt, yeah. And then we um, went over, I think I'm getting two of my sessions confused but that's um, okay the spirit of it we're looking for the spirit of it yeah it's all it's all melding together um but it was yeah we went over a lot of movement 
and put me through just like a small workout to see kind of where I was at. And, um, but yeah, I've gone back three or four times now and it's been awesome. There, there really is something too. So with street parking, I'm lucky enough. Most street parkers work out by themselves, like the vast majority of them. And you kind of post your stuff online and people like cheering on. Um, but I am lucky enough to have some friends with a garage gym who I go work out with. Um, but I will say that there is something to a CrossFit gym. Cause like today, this morning, I used a weight I'm not typically used to using. Um, and I would have never chosen to do that. If this was the same workout in a street parking workout, I would have definitely used a lighter weight and I made it through. So they, there's something to like being able to push yourself a little bit harder in a CrossFit gym. So I'm trying that out for this season. We'll see where it goes. Um, my wife steals the street parking uh, programming from people she know who has street parking, and then and then <laughs> yeah. and then ladies come over to our house, and, oh, ladies and gentlemen really? come over to my Look yeah. At you guys, I didn't know y'all were that involved. That's awesome. And, and my great. wife uses it in in her CrossFit coaching. <laughs> That's amazing. That's and, amazing. And you know what's crazy? My wife has probably she. I've never heard her use this word clients, but my my wife has mm-hmm. CrossFit client like. My wife has people who just stop her at these events. Like, you know, we take our kids to all these events and people mm-hmm. will ask her, what do you do to work out? And she's like, I do CrossFit. You're always welcome to join me. And now she has this group of five people that rotate in. They'll be in our garage and they come, you know, a couple times a week and they work out with her and they always leave $10 on the, uh, on the Milwaukee workbench. <laughs> it's so fucking cool. But That's I know awesome. my wife loves to uh, uh, plagiarize the street parking shit. She loves to. <laughs> We kind of, the garage gym that I go to kind of does the same thing. Like we're constantly talking about it and like, Hey, you can come join anytime you want. Come try out a street parking workout. Come. So we've kind of functioned that way as well. Uh, Sevy, I'm going to work out. Okay. Bye later, Bruce. Have a good one. Get at it, brother. Thanks for checking in. Anyways, that's all I had to say, but I probably wouldn't have tried out CrossFit unless I had not watched a lot of your podcasts and just had to know what it was like be in a gym so be in a box i guess is what i'm supposed to say clip it that's going to be our first short (laughs) right there that is going to be our first short awesome i hear it every day and i'm so proud of it like i'm more than proud of it it's like an evil pride you should be yeah but it's like it it goes straight (laughs) to my head like i feel like i'm like five five and a half right now thank you for sharing that with me means a lot yeah no problem thanks guys Okay, bye. All right, bye. God, I love that. That's awesome. Take that CrossFit for firing me. I'm giving you more money. <laughs> you want to fire me again? I'm going to send more people to your gyms. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? I have some sort of disorder. I will say, I haven't been an affiliate, like actually like an affiliate member in a really long time, just because we always move. Yeah. We're always going somewhere. And, uh, Every time I drop into one, it just like it just reminds me of how awesome it is. Like I just I miss having that community all the time, just having people to train with and just I don't know having I, friends and I agree. Are always cool. I agree. It, it, uh, it's one of those things you go in there, you never regret it. You're always like, oh, I'm glad I did that. You're like you're like, oh, I don't want to drive down there. Oh, I don't want to do it. And then you like to do it. And you're like, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, I always get the anxiety of like, oh shit, I have to go into a new gym. Like I don't know these people. Like how does it work when I walk in there? Like it's always like kind of stressful, but everyone ever I'm done working out, it's just it makes me feel better. Patrick uh, Poirier is gonna 
it, it's so sad. Chandler came to the UFC and just became a punching bag. I really like the guy, but he's going to get smoked again. Again. What do you think? Dustin Poirier. He's he's savage. I think he uh, he's still in his game. I don't think Chandler's still able to able to fight like he did. Is Bruce going to put his vest on and run into the middle of a hurricane? Oh, is it is it like that? Is it hurricane season? Uh-huh. Is Bruce going to put his vest on and run into the middle of a hurricane? Hello? Oh, is it like that? Who's this? Your mom. <laughs> okay. What can I do for you? Did you make your bed this morning? No, I did not. Okay, well, go make your bed and I'll cook some oatmeal for you. I'm sorry about my voice being so deep, son. I'm, I'm, I'm three weeks into transition. Oh, I thought you were live right now. I'm watching it. I am live. Just, I'm just, we're having fun. We're doing a skit. You called me and I'm pretending to be your mom who's gone through transition. We're doing a skit. <laughs> Fair play. Okay. I can't, but I'm, I'm, maybe, is there a delay? Uh, I don't know. I, the whole internet is, my whole life is on delay. But how can I help you? No, Good to hear okay. your voice. But are we are we live or we're we not? Oh, we are. Oh, okay. What well, are you? Again. What are you Australian? Did that like been in America too long? What happened to you? What's up with your voice? Listen, I'm back again. Okay, and I, like would like to drop some knowledge. Okay. You know? Okay, go ahead. Um, Do well, I need to have my finger on the today? hang up button, or can I lean back? You can hang up on me anytime you want. Okay, go ahead. Listen, after our last call last time, I don't think things were structured in a fair and justified manner. Oh, shit. Oh, this is Michael McCoy. This is the guy who thinks that I didn't do any work at CrossFit. (laughs) Lazy as fuck. God, you're fucking a peanut. Go ahead. (laughs) No, 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 no. But here's what I'm going to drop this time, right? Ladies and gentlemen, this is my coworker. You have to know this, that this, this guy, this guy worked on, is a savage on the media team, massive contributor to the CrossFit Journal, the CrossFit Space, Thank you. everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Like and, me. And this is been, being recorded, right? I'm sorry? This is being recorded? Dude, this is going live to the world right now. Yeah. You know what I fucking, you know what I fucking hate? What? Is that uh, yourself, Dave. And and Greg are actual fucking geniuses. Well, thank you. And when the athletes turned on you guys, thank right? You. Yes. When they turned on you guys, they fucked up. I agree. They don't understand that Dave Castro, yourself, and Greg, even though he 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 made a mistake, are fucking geniuses. All right. Thank you. And they turn on y'all. And they didn't stand up for your, and, but they took money. They took all that money for years. Yes. From sponsorship, from like the games, none of them returned it. And they acted like bitches. Like I've said. Yeah. I agree, Patrick. Um, he is an amazing drone pilot. I'll always, uh, he, when he did that piece on the, uh, that affiliate that was also like a homestead, I, all I, it was a, um, a married couple. That that drone shot over that homestead that McCoy did, I'll never forget. Amazing, okay. amazing drone shot. Okay, sorry. Go on, McCoy. But I mean, look, Dave is back. You know, he's back, back yeah. again. Yeah. You know, as the song goes. But I'm just saying, I don't, I, I don't like the fact, the fact, that, like all those athletes turned on y'all and didn't stand up for you guys, but still took money. All right. You know. So anyway, that's 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 my that's my two cents right now. Thank yeah. you. It's it's so it's so early. What are you do, what are you doing up? I'm listening to you. That's sweet. 
Yeah. Um, what are you doing today, yeah. Michael? What are you doing? What am I doing today? Yeah. Doing things. Yeah. So, you going on a date? Um, you going on a date? You got a job? You you gonna work out? What are you doing today? Um, I'm doing Pilates today, and I have a date later today, and then I'm going. Is to your body out. still really nice? No, horrible. Serious? No, because yeah, because I took the fucking vaccine, which was stupid of me. Yeah. You think it fucked uh, with your body? You you had such a nice body. You had nice skin. You were a good proportion. You were like a model. No, it fucked with my lymph node. So that's why I have to do trampoline every day. Yeah. So it fucked with me. But my, my, all, I, all I wanted to get across today on this call, I'm going to leave this short, okay. is that the athletes did not stand up for you guys. Um, and they didn't respect y'all. And now look what we got. That's all. And by the way, Haynes is a fucking bitch. Okay. <laughs> Justin Berg is a fucking bitch. Right. They, they should never come near me. Yeah. All right. They want to get the fucking, their asses knocked out. Yeah. Come near me. And, right. em, and, and, and Emily only got a job because she fucked Haynes. So right. There we go. All right. Uh, all right. Have I'm a good out. hot Pilates class. I love you, brother. Love you, my man. Love you, my man. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Uh, our Australian correspondent uh, chimes in with some very important uh, details regarding the uh, injection. Gabe from Paper Streets. Um, I think Gabe is working on a blend. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I'm going to call you right after the show. Uh, I think Gabe might be working on a blend uh, because he knows that I'm, I'm mixing my beans now with decaf and paper street. Um, so because I like to drink coffee throughout the day and I was getting just too fucking wired. Uh, so I'm excited to see what that is. By the way, paper street coffee, 20% off between now and uh, the day the turkeys die. Use code seven. Hi, caller. And they just lowered their shipping costs. They lowered, just lowered their shipping costs. Hi, caller. Who the fuck was that guy? That oh, my goodness. Form, former uh, CrossFit employee. Oh, good. Fantastic. How are we doing, boys? It's Will. Oh, Plumber. Hey, what's, what's up, dude? Up, I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Just figured I'd call and say hello. I haven't, I haven't called in for a while. Yeah. How's your uh, finger? What do, what do, what do you... Uh, you're, you're, you're still in school? Yeah. One year left. And um and you're and you're doing the and, and you got a gig with uh, strong coffee with Sam Dancer and 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 the guy Vonder Vonderhausen. Uh yeah, that's I'm doing an internship with them right now, handling uh like CrossFit athlete partnership. Yeah. So, um, working in that kind of just like a part time gig, and then after school, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my life. And, and then and then what events are you? What's your next event you're attending? Uh, I'll be at Waterpalooza. Oh, cool. Are you, are you working there or are you going to be available for us to, to do stuff? Um, right now, or both, both, both is a good answer. <laughs> it's up in the air. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get uh, a backdoor into the competition to compete, um, in one of the, the scale divisions. Uh -huh. But, um, so I'm, I'm working on a way in to do that. I'm on the waiting list, but otherwise I'll be, uh, available to help you guys. And then I might do a little strong coffee, but I kind of want to watch Waterpalooza okay. rather than just like. Don't use my name on the resume. 
Okay. Just some, <laughs> just some fucking professional advice. Okay. Well, good to hear from you. How's your fitness? Uh, fitness is good. Uh, cleared with the finger. So I'm back to using my hand. Awesome. What happened to your finger? Oh, yeah. I don't know if I remember. <laughs> yeah, you do. He fucking threw it into a rig with an overhead snap, overhead squat or something. Oh, that's right. That's right. Good memory, Caleb. Yeah. Uh, I volunteer as water blue. Of course. Thank you, Heidi. We shall be in touch. All right, Will. Nice talking to you, brother. Yeah. See you. Okay, bye. See you, Will. What is the greatest gift a parent can give their child? Number 221. This, I, when I saw this post, I was so happy. Uh, this is uh, Dave Driscoll, um, a guy that at some point ha- um, I, I will for sure get on the show if, if he'll come, which I think he will. Uh, my mom surprised me. She started CrossFit action. Oh, it doesn't play. Maybe it doesn't play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Everyone, this is my mom, Michelle. I, uh, I just got home a few days ago, obviously, and she surprised me and told me she's now doing CrossFit, and she started. I'm about to cry. <laughs> she, uh, so I just watched her do her, I think, fifth or sixth session, and it's amazing. Like, I, I literally was welling up. But I'm super proud of you, Mom. Oh, she also did her diet when I was gone, and she's lost eight kilos of weight, and she's been doing most of the entire protein so good. Can you just mute it and let it keep playing? And then, uh, I'm not crying. You're crying. Today was an amazing day. I got to watch my mother do her sixth sixth CrossFit class, and I couldn't be more proud. I was literally tearing up the entire session. My mom, Driscoll789, started driving little Logan to class three times a week after I brought him to CrossFit Brit. When I was back here in July, she watched, she listened, and then my little sister – Gianna also joined after having her baby a few months ago. Then my mom, without telling me, joined about three weeks ago and waited till I was back to surprise me. I was blown away with joy. So I, is that in Bali? Is his mom know. live in Bali too? Or does I, this guy have multiple gyms? Anyway, this guy's such a stud. And, he's, and he puts out such fun content. And he seems like such a free-spirited, fun guy. And uh, I, his mom lost 16 pounds already? Is that what eight kilos is? 17 pounds? Yeah, it's about seventeen pounds. God, you must be stoked. Yeah, I in when when my dad started doing CrossFit, that was like probably one of the most exciting exciting things because one, we could just like work out together. We like now we had that in common, so we could enjoy our time together. You know, whenever we're busy or whenever you're not that. in the equity experiment. Yeah, whenever I'm not in the equity experiment, we get to enjoy that. And uh, I mean, he's like healthier than he ever was. And I just, it's helps me trust that he's going to be around a lot longer. Yeah. This is so cool. Well, congratulations, Dave. You are, um, you're awesome. What a great day for you. Uh, just finished a MOC worldwide MOC. That's why it's so hard to talk to these dudes, Halpin and Tyler Watkins and 
uh, I just finished an uh, MOC worldwide rankings for CF. That's CrossFit. I know that based on CF <laughs> so far masters of, of mayhem. Of, maybe, maybe mock worldwide rankings. Just Maka. finished a worldwide ring. Oh, mock. Okay. 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 It's okay. Maka. It's a, a mock. Okay. 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 Thank you. So okay. So I am semi-retarded. That's fine. Uh, just finished a mock-up of the worldwide rankings for CrossFit based on CF's hint so far. I don't even understand. We need to go. I need to have you on and we need to read that letter. You guys keep calling it the worldwide rankings, but it's not a worldwide rankings. It's it, it, it's it's the criteria, at least from my understanding, it's the criteria in which the hoops you have to jump through to get to the CrossFit games. But why do they call it the worldwide rankings? The only worldwide rankings are the ones we do here on the Seven podcast. They're the only ones that matter. So I think they're the only ones that are done. Yes. That Period. Too. All right. Uh, I'm going to keep, uh, so, so, uh, Tyler schedule's crazy. Um, but I'm going to keep pushing. I- I'm on that thread with you and I'll keep pushing that. Um, I think I want to watch those two podcasts. Is that talking elite podcast they did, um, with, uh, Eubanks? I, I want to watch the video. I don't want to just listen to it. I need to watch the video. Is that going to come out as a video? I don't listen to their show. Okay. Uh, okay. Great. Uh, number uh, 20, uh, 220, Carrie Lake. Did she win? Does anyone know if Carrie Lake won as Arizona uh, governor? I sure. heard her say something scathing to the press. Oh, maybe this is it. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this is this is it. This is so awesome right here. You're likely to be talked about as a VP Will you do you plan to serve your entire term in Arizona or are you open to being the VP? Are you new covering this race? Because we've talked about this before. We've talked about this. I've answered this questions. I am going to not only be the governor of Arizona for four years, I'm gonna do two terms. I'm gonna be your worst freaking nightmare for eight years. And we will reform the media as well. We're gonna make you guys into journalists again. So get ready. It's gonna be a fun eight years. I can't win the governorship of arizona you're like it's too close there's how does it right here i'll show you the, what results are right now there's there's all these armenians who are like celebrating the victory of fetterman because dr oz is a turk and it's like fetterman can't string two words together and that's the fucking problem that that that's the problem with like remembering genocides and holocaust at their essence it has nothing to do with forgiveness or any of that shit they're still going to hold it against everybody who is associated with it this lady katie hobbs is a fucking retard i don't mean i you have to go look at any of the stuff project veritas did on her you're so dedicated to your party that, you, that you're willing to sacrifice um, children? Yeah, dead people tend to cast weird votes. And you know what? I know you're talking about real dead people and voter fraud, but those people are actually dead. Even the living ones are dead. Thank you, Jay. I mean, put put aside your shit for a second for the better of humanity. I see all of these Armenian Instagram accounts celebrating the fact that Fetterman won. It's fucking embarrassing. It's embarrassing. He needs to shave his goatee. He's for printing money and giving it away. 
Do you know what that does? That destroys the fucking economy and that fucking promotes all the things that you don't want if you if you're trying to have a civilized safe society. It promotes violence, it promotes drug use, it promotes hanging out on street corners. People need money, so you just print out more and give it to them. Yeah. That, th- do you know that that is the actual logic that they're using? The problem is is that there's poor people, so we're going to print more money. Don't be poor, bitch. It's too close. Dems control the process in Arizona. They are slow walking it to deny Lake her celebration on a grand scale. She has won. Oh, she has? Well, how how come that thing that um uh Beaver showed that she's losing? Man, it was crazy. The Project Veritas videos of 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 of, of Carrie Hobbs or when they approach her are amazing. What did you see the one where she locked herself in a bathroom to hide? <laughs> now I know what you're talking about. Um I don't think I saw that one, but I saw her just like running away. Like just it was just hilarious. They would try to just approach her and she's like no, I can't do it. She locked herself off. in one bathroom, I think, and then her aide came to like see what was going on and project, and then he locked himself in another bathroom. <laughs> Maybe if I just stay here, then it'll go away. It's like ostrich mentality. Just shove your face in the sand and wait until somebody leaves you alone. Uh, we, uh, people are really stupid. It, it is... Um... <laughs> Do you know why? Because the left actually believes the narrative that the right hates gay people or hates black people or hates transgender. They think they're standing up for those people. They they really believe that. It's so sad. Um, Okay, 219. You couldn't have waited or gone around. By the way, you can still live an amazing life amongst the amongst the zombies. You, uh, you I, I'm living proof of it. I, I live this the most amazing life, and and I live among zombies. So this is something that probably fifty of you have sent me in my DMs. By the way, I'm so behind in my DMs, and I'm sorry. I plan to get to them. And this is amazing. But what's more amazing than this is the guy who walks past these two on the stairs. So someone should give spank this guy. Look at look, watch this. Here we go. This is on uh, Joe Rogan's Instagram. It's two gentlemen. One gentleman's holding the other gentleman. Well, it's two guys that are balanced on. How do you describe that? One guy is walking. Look at this guy coming down the stairs right there. What? So this is such a weird position that these two men are in that it's it's like hard to even describe. It's basically one man standing and then another man upside down and they're in, balanced on the other man's head. So it's two heads. It's like doing a headstand on another guy's head. Yeah. Thank you, Caleb. One man is doing, yeah, it's, 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 you've never seen anything like this before while he tries to set the world record jogging up some stairs. I mean, it looks completely impossible. And meanwhile, this nincompoop, look, there's stairs on the other side. Right there, I turn around and run back up, right? Yes. Or I just stay at the top. What yeah. the hell? What are you doing? Oh, but Sevon, it's not illegal. It reminds me of that cop video yesterday. It's not illegal. Those guys are walking in the middle. They should. This isn't about right or wrong. This is just about being civilized. If evil Knievel is going to jump the Grand Canyon, you don't step out in front of the ramp as he's going across the field. Right. Just because you can't. Well, I paid my ticket to see here at the Grand Canyon. Oh, my God. Now, give this guy a pass if he's just a – 
Uh, yeah, the guy I had to believe, move his hand. I can't believe he stayed on there. Honestly, I, I'm, that's, that was so surprising to me. Look at all these people over here. They're just watching like normal people do. Yeah, just be cool. Step off to the side. Be cool. As if one flight of stairs isn't enough and this dude has to do another. Insane. I, yeah, I honestly thought he was going to stop. Hey, and I don't know how big these dudes are, but they look big. I mean, for oh, all I know, they could over only be... 200 pounds for sure. Yeah, this is amazing. Oh, shit. There's another one, wasn't there? A third flight? Oh, what, what country do you think this is? Uh, honestly, I thought maybe France. That's exactly what I thought. I kind of consider France or South Africa, but I've never, I don't really know what that looks like. No, right no, South actually. Africa, you don't, you, people aren't out walking around like this. This is definitely, dude, South Africa is crazy. Yeah, it yeah, looks like France. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because France kind of looks like San Francisco. So it's either like San Francisco or France. I, and he just freaking holds it. And everybody's like, what do I do? <laughs> Fucking clap, idiot. Dude, Amazing. that was nuts. That was incredible. All righty. Okay. Uh, 218, Snake. Oh, maybe we have we shown this. Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm, I don't remember seeing this one. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, this is fascinating. So this what? is a giant python that they've caught. And I don't know why they had to cut it open, but they did. Probably because <laughs> it was dead. And this is what they found in it. Oh my God. Oh my God. It ate an alligator or a crocodile. Oh my God. Thomas Paine. Most Americans can't walk upstairs with nobody on their head. Good point. That's amazing, right? Holy shit. How did, how did it not get eaten? He just, he death wrapped the, the, the crocodile and held them underwater or something. And then s swallowed the whole. Fucking eviscerated his insides. That's insane. Yeah, I love That's Grub. Not a yeah, tiny crocodile. who doesn't love Grub? He's a nice guy. I forgot we've had him on before. We had him on a show with Daniel Brandon a while back. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was like he's, split the show, but he's so easy. Super chill. He probably should. No, he didn't choke on the gator. He snakes don't choke. Can snakes uh, choke on things? No. Uh, oh, we're getting to a good one. We're getting to a good one. Uh, 217. I have three or four of these. I don't know what this is. Motorcycles? Girlfriends? Kids? <clears throat> what is this? Oh, yes. This is great. So this is, this is going to, this guy's going to tell you um, signs of high testosterone. And this is the test. And, and I, I have three or four of these. I'm off the charts. One of them that doesn't exist at all, but pretty happy with naturally first one of course is that you put on muscle easily when you start hitting the weights for a couple months you see that increase in strength and muscle very easily second you wake up every morning with your soldiers saluting you that yes. is a very strong sign pause, of having pause. healthy high levels of testosterone Third i swear to god last night i couldn't even sleep the, f the fucking guy was standing like just, just just pitched up all night i told my wife this morning i'm like what the fuck is going on she's like what i'm like i was tossing and turning because i couldn't sleep because it's fucking hard all night yeah it's, i have i it, it, i'm a fucking 11 out of 10 there okay go on trying to take a piss in the morning is impossible 
Yeah, you got you like you're doing acrobatics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just laying across. Especially the you in equity it. land. In 100%. equity land. Semen retention. That's what I'm practicing. Yes. Number three. Third, you have a high level of confidence naturally. You like taking risks. You like pushing yourself. These are all signs of having higher levels of testosterone. And one bonus, men with higher testosterone levels, they have more of a palate for spicy food. So if you hate spicy food, testosterone levels might be low. Clear. Yes. I fucking throw hot sauce on everything out here, but that's just because everything is super shitty. Would you like some whipped cream with your ice cream? No. Do you have any cayenne pepper? <laughs> have, you, just, have you used the like tahine? Tahine? I don't know. It's like red pepper flakes, kind of. Yes. You, like, put it on fruit and stuff. Yes. So fucking good. So good. Okay, this one is very interesting. Uh, 2016, the University of Wisconsin. I don't. I, I have to uh, tell you something uh, before I show you this. I did um, go to not Reddit, but some other site that felt like it was as gross as Reddit to actually look at the pictures of these girls to see if it was true. I I had to fact check this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is so crazy. Uh, Nude photo leak of Wisconsin women's volleyball team has police puzzled. So what it sounds like is these girls... Uh, I'm so glad it's this story and not like someone peeping them in the locker room. What it sounds like is that these girls were just hanging out, do, taking like for fun or a bond, you know, just bonding. They were taking naked pictures of each other, or naked pictures of the group, right? And it was just like a bonding session for this fucking elite volleyball team. You have to imagine that these girls are really close to each other. They train their ass off, and somehow they get, animation for sure. They are, yeah. Yep. And somehow these photos got out. And so you can now for the end of time, if you type in any of these girls names and to put the word nude, they'll have photos up on the internet. And that's why kids shouldn't have cell phones. Badge pics. Yeah. I didn't see any vaginas, but, but tons of amazing nude photos. They all, I didn't see one bad body in the bunch. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Uh, scroll down. Uh, this uh, uh, no, I was going to read something. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they are. The Wisconsin Badgers celebrate after de- defeating Nebraska Cornhuskers during Division One women's vo- Okay, they're the best. It's illegal to ex- – oh, let me see. It's illegal to share Sorry. explicit – scroll down a little bit more. Um, okay. We're looking into what happened and who may have shared these photos. None of the players are being investigated, and we are looking at the possibility that one of their phones was hacked. Oh, please. Under Wisconsin law, it's illegal to share explicit photos without permission. Like, how about how, – shouldn't this say all of the players are being investigated? The police statement yeah. – Oh, sorry. That's okay. Uh, the police statement came after University of Wisconsin said in a separate statement last week that authorities are investigating multiple crimes after private photos and videos of members of the women's volleyball team were shared on the internet. I, 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 I don't I, – I don't know if they're – like – I could so see me and my friends like doing something like that. I can see like my freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year, even through college, me and my guy friends doing funny shit like this. If, if we, if we would have had cell phones and photos, like, like sitting on a rooftop, 30 of us naked or, and waving to people as they go by with our dongs. out. I mean, it's just kids with cell phones. I imagine one of them was like, they have like a boyfriend or something and they just, wanted to send nudes or something and they sent them the whole link 
maybe it was on like a Google Drive or something, and they sent the whole link to their boyfriend. And then they're like, shit, I've got news of everybody now. I don't know. None of them have anything to be ashamed of. If, if I if, if I if I may weigh in in that, uh, the the photos are very tasteful. Well, you're a Division One athlete. You got fucking incredible bodies. Yeah, incredible. It's crazy. And and it's basically the same photo. It's just them around the locker room, like waving at the camera and shit, are all the ones that I saw. Mm. And 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 to be fair, in respect of their privacy, I didn't look at their faces. I just stared at their bodies. So. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I I, I I I hope my boys don't do anything. Why? Why is it legitimately a sad story? Is I don't know if "sad's" the right word. I don't know why. Who cares, dude? It's forty girls in a locker room taking they're hate they're dude. There's hazing shit that goes on crazier that's going on right now at a college somewhere that's a thousand times crazier than anything like that. For sure. Let's look at it. People are ashamed of the of the of the. Uh, they weren't ashamed of their bodies and their cohort. They were doing it to bond. I'm assuming. None of the girls are like they're. they're let, let me very be very clear. It's all the girls voluntarily taking their clothes off. There's no one. It's not like this isn't spy cam footage. These are like pictures taken with an iPhone and people posing. I mean, not like posing anything grotesque, but or or not grotesque, a pornographic. She shouldn't have admitted I looked at those. How'd you blow me? Okay. Uh, 2.15. We always knew. Uh-oh. I might be... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, this is a great article. Uh, scroll down a little bit more. Okay. Uh, let's keep going. I should have highlighted this better. Uh, we approached the third year and people have forgotten that all the harms of lockdowns were strongly warned about by many voices in many venues. In addition, the virus virus was much better understood back then and openly discussed. We knew for certain that the panic and fear were being widely overblown. Uh, uh, we live in a, we certainly live in an age of short attention span, but many of these signs and warnings came weeks or months before the world lockdown, and they chronicled the damage as it was happening. Why all this came to be completely ignored remains the burning question. And then this article goes, starting back at 2019, WHO Global Influenza Program recommends against lockdowns and masks and gives you shows you just keeps keep scrolling, go for it. And just Holy gives you article shit. after article after article that came out. Of the oh my god, bat shittery that we watched our our world go through. Being like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Uh, Guardian outlines rise in in harm to, to children in lockdowns. I mean, a, any one of these uh, domestic violence surges. Study in China finds. I mean, it's molecular biologist suggests the cure is worse than the disease. I mean, oh my god, yeah, potential for sixty thousand. Oh, did you see this newest one? Um, they're saying that they, one of the reasons why they think there's a mass increase in cancer is not only because of the vaccine, but because of all of the uh, hand, hand, yeah, hand sanitizer that was used. Because there's benzene in hand sanitizer. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'll tell you what country never closed down. Idaho. <laughs> Idaho never I, closed down. Someone that's not its own country. Well, if it's the only place that didn't close down, I'm giving it its own country. 
Yeah, I think even Montana did for a little bit too. If you can't choose, if you can't choose who's seen your naked body, it's intimidating. Uh, good statement. But yes, yeah, stupid to take the pictures in the first place. Um, I'm not, I'm not happy it happened. And I'm glad if, if there was any way that nude pictures were going to come out of me, I would want it to be in that sense. It would be more embarrassing if it was like I didn't know when I was showering or if someone did like um, released my uh, a video of my first homosexual experience to you guys. I mean, I, it's like, you know, I, I um, uh, getting my anus tattooed and someone's now it's on the Internet, you know, like whatever. I'm bleaching my anus for my boy. There's things like I just wouldn't want out there. Right. But if I if I had to have um, uh, if I had to have nude photos of me released, I would want it with me and Caleb and Sousa out hunting, holding our guns. And we did it for fun. And we were each of us are holding a bottle of whiskey and we have a fucking AR and we're naked next in front of a deer and be like, we go. We raw dog. Yeah. You know, and it's like that. It was just these girls celebrating. None of it's like. um There's nothing creepy in the photos. It's just it's, you can tell it's just these girls just like like they they're just they're just high or whatever from from winning a championship or some shit. It's like like, but don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing that they that they, that I'm glad that they got out. But if if your shit was to get out, that's how you want it to get out. Yeah. No, not the centipede. Oh, I want to vomit. Who's, who's in the middle, Spiegel? Oh, vomit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's listen. If, if everyone is uptight, naked, athletic bodies are so beautiful. L- listen, if 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 the CrossFit Games and I've used this metaphor a lot. If you went to the zoo and you got there and the giraffe was wearing a turtleneck, you'd ask for your fucking money back. You went there to see his fucking neck. If you went to the CrossFit Games, cool if the giraffe was in a turtleneck. Though. <laughs> if you went to the CrossFit Games and uh, and Danny Spiegel was wearing a burka, you'd want your shit back, your money back. You'd be like, yo, I didn't pay for this. Like one of those long parkas that goes down to her ankles. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That whatever the is the burka just the top part? Yeah, I think the burka's just the headpiece. Whatever that whole outfit is. Agreed. Okay. Um Okay, so we always knew. We always knew. Okay. Th- uh this one's pretty funny. This is a politician. Uh, Hudson Valley residents are feeling the pain at the pump and at grocery stores. What have you done and what do you plan to do to help solve in the f- inflation problem? I'm on 214. Mm. And the politician responds, yeah, well, I grew up in a family where you know if the gas prices went up, the food budget went down. So by this time of the week, we'd be eating Chef RD if that budget wasn't going to change. So that's what families have to do. This fucking guy. Senator Patrick Maloney Maloney said this about his constituents. <laughs> this is a pathetic bid. Uh, his answer began, yeah, well, he's saying that, that that you go ahead and eat Chef Boy RD if shit gets tight. What are the ingredients in Chef Boy RD? <laughs> Chef Boy RD. I don't even know how to spell Start just making top ramen and Turkey sandwiches. Uh, Chef Boyardee uh, ingredients. 
I realized we didn't have a ton of money when we were working. We were eating top ramen just about every day for like every meal. Or we had like meatloaf. Meatloaf was another one. Like oh, hamburger I, helper. I, I loved, hamburger I, helper loved uh, I loved um, meatloaf. I love it. There's a question. What is Chef Boyardee meat made of? <laughs> <laughs> Same stuff they put in hot dogs probably. Uh, it is, uh, what, uh, uh, pureed tomatoes, water, enriched wheat flour. That's gotta be horrible for you. Supplemented with B1, B2, folic acid, beef, cracker meal, bleach flour. The fuck that is high fructose corn syrup. Okay. Like, like stop right there. You're suggesting <laughs> your constituents eat high fructose corn syrup in a pinch. Because, and you're their leader. Hey, whatever you got to do to make to put gas in the car. God. Hey, is that guy? Let me see. I, do, do you want to bet fifty bucks that that guy's a Democrat? What's his name? Yeah. Uh, Maloney. Baloney. Baloney. Patrick. What's his middle name? Patrick. Uh, it's Sean. Oh Sean yeah. Patrick Maloney. Yes. He is a Democrat. Of course he fucking is. Not so here's the confusion. People think that Republicans want to keep the, um, the poor people poor and the rich people rich. No, the Republicans want everyone to be rich. And, and, and so they would they would give you a solution that helps you get money. The Democrats want to help give you a solution to keep you poor. The Democrats are basically the doctors who are the docents of death instead of instead of telling you how to cure type two diabetes. Uh walk you to the uh pharmacy and get you on the medication yeah how to manage it until you're dead yeah thank you caleb manage it it's fucking hilarious i I just i i keep talking to i can't believe this world is real i can't believe we live with fucking such sorry go ahead what are you gonna say i have these like i don't know i guess we'll call them constructive conversations with my friend who's a doctor and uh they're still in school, like they're st- not in school, but like they're in residency or whatever. And I think they've just gotten so stuck in like clinical medicine where they're just like using clinical solutions to problems, essentially, that she just forgot that there are other solutions to the problem. I'm like, and so whenever I say like, oh, hey, have you like discussed their nutrition with them or you discussed their lifestyle or anything like that? And she's like, no, I just. We, we look at their lab results and we start giving them medications. I'm like, dude, you got to do more. Like, it's, it's, it's not enough. I mean, obviously you can't I just get it. I get it. 24 hours a day, but we're like, all capable of being brainwashed. Yeah. Like she, uh, they just forgot the, like the necessity of diet and exercise in the whole equation. New York, super liberal, but actually flipped a bunch of seats. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like I'm a super, I, I, I feel like no, no matter how what how liberal you are, you have to have seen some things like where you're like, okay, we can't do this anymore. We cannot do this anymore. There's a handful of things. I'm surprised uh, you didn't do that in California. I, 
I, I am surprised actually that the that the Republican who ran for governor got more than forty percent of the votes. It, it shows some hope. Uh, number two thirteen. I told this story yesterday about basically how I was let go of CrossFit. I, I forgot to tell you this when I was working for CrossFit in two thousand eight or two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. In the early two thousand ten, when they let me go and put made me as a contractor, I was only making four thousand dollars a month. So imagine that. The, the head of media at that time, yeah, the head of media at that time let me go, and I was making $4,000 a month and put me on contract. So that's $48,000 a year and put me on contract to only pay me per piece. And that was the irony. I went from making $48,000 to $320,000 in one year because they put me on contract. When, when, the, when the whole point of putting me on contract was because – they were punishing me because they knew I was going away to film these movies around the world in those two-week increments. Oh, you weren't on the show last night. Did you hear the story, Caleb? No. Basically, I I, when, when I went to go film Desert Runners, I, I approached uh, Tony Budding and said, hey, uh, can I take two weeks off uh, each quarter of the year to go film these movies in China, uh, Africa, Chile, and Antarctica? And their mm -hmm. response was, sure. And then a month later, they called me to Prescott and let me go, fired me. And so then, and they told me they were going to pay me per video. So then the next year I'm like, okay, I'll show you motherfuckers. And the next year I turned in so many videos, I made $320,000 and that's, and then I went and visited Greg to talk to him about like my lack of payments. And Greg's like, of course we'll pay you. He paid me. And then I said, Hey, can I stay with you for 30 days? Cause him and his wife had just gone through a divorce and she was living in a different mm -hmm. house. So I just, I just flew there and stayed with him for 30 days straight. And that's the video I made on that clip. If you bring that back up. This is the documentary I made about Greg. Anyway, March 14th, 2011, it was published. It's a 40 wow. minute documentary. That might be, look at those, that, those are the Kinnick brothers in the background there. That might be the, the dude who started beyond the whiteboard and the guy I've had on the podcast. I, I don't know this for sure, but I think that that other Kinnick brother maybe turned on Greg during Floyd 19. Wow. I think maybe that's the crazy. beyond the white, I think that may, I should find out if that's true. Does anyone know if to be on the whiteboard people turned on Greg? I don't know. To watch this, yeah, cool video. So someone brought up that I haven't I haven't seen it since I made it, but someone said in there that even in 2011, Greg was uh, talking about uh, woke people. <laughs> That's awesome. He's always uh, ahead of his time. Yes, it uh, it is a hellscape. It, it, New York has turned into escape from New York. Complete fucking shithole. Peace and love. Rest in peace, New York. All right, time to take the boys to the skate park. Love you guys. Uh, great show. I'm trying to do a show today at 4.30 p.m. with Sevon. I know, I know, I know you love New York. I, I love New York too, but I just, I don't know what to say. Um, I, uh, today, I'm trying to organize a show today with uh, J.R. Howell from Crash CrossFit, Taylor Self from SMTP Programming, and Brian Friend from Barbend? Barbend. Thank you. Uh, and we are going to go over the programming for the Zealous Games. Uh, I think we're doing that at 4.30 Pacific Standard Time today. Thank you, Matt. means a lot. Thank you. Thanks, Caleb. Um, I'll try to call. Oh, sorry, Corey. I know. Sorry. I saw you called, and there was just someone else calling. You demand. Sorry. Oh, that I think that's the guy. He sent me out a shitload of coffee. He was he like, yeah, hey, uh, yeah. Like He put a whole care package together and sent it out to me. Thank you, Corey. Oh, that really meant a lot.
I appreciate that. And I hung and up his, on him when he called. <laughs> yeah. And his parents sent me stuff too. It was fucking crazy. I just, I really appreciate that. Corey. His You're parents awesome. sent you stuff. Yes, dude. It was crazy. I was like, I, the only reason I recognize it because it said Polito on it. I was like, holy shit. That's must be Corey's parents. Fucking yeah. fantastic. Thank you. You know so what's much. so cool about that too is because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 100%. Yeah. I was like, you guys are a great family. So thank you so much, Corey. And your um, how do the, how do people get you info if they want to send stuff out there to you and the boys and girls? Uh, just DM me and I'll give you an address. You can send stuff to you. Uh, and his, uh, it's at C beaver, just like beaver C B E A V E R underscore. Okay, guys, uh, send, uh, Caleb weird shit that gets him in trouble. And, uh, please. No sex toys. <laughs> <laughs> All right.